0: Fresh start. Uh that was my joke earlier too. It's like, what if none also, of this gets captured? Hey, also, none <laughs> <of> this get- <laughs> well, yeah.
3: Now that we restart, we should definitely introduce everyone first and yeah. then do the introductions. introductions.
4: Okay. Do yeah. you want to start? Yeah. Okay, go ahead.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Alright, guys. I'm t- we tease it up.
3: Yeah. Alright, just... take take two. Take two. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Bible with the boys. Woo! between gods and going.
0: It's a, you know like podcast podcast titles are like a new pair of shoes y'all sometimes those first couple days wearing them feels a little funky but on that i bet like the third time we use it you really hit that stride and break those puppies in I agree. Bring them. that name will stick yeah uh,
3: you, you at some point at some you remember it, people <laughs> at some point in the future we will go into goyim and what that word means if you don't understand it for now though we're just gonna move on to introduction google it asshole yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Google is actually on... a little bit unhelpful with that word, but really? you're <laughs> also not allowed to me. get
5: upset if you Google it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. We don't <laughs> allow feelings of dissent on this podcast.
3: It's unacceptable. <laughs> well, Alex,
4: what's your name?
3: Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> my name is Alex. We also have Luke here, as well as Noah, up, all y'all? people that have been on the podcast before. But we also have two new guests. We have Kelly and James. So if you two would like to kind of tell the folks at home a little bit bit, bit about your experience with the Bible.
4: Disclaimer: You don't have to be home to be listening to this. If you're in your car, that's acceptable.
0: Or if you're on the road, like if you're tr- we would love to get some trucker listeners. <laughs> Not in your car, but on the road. <laughs> <Anyone wants laughs> on the road? <laughs> They're If injecting. you're sitting, ten four, good buddy. Road, ten four, good buddy. Got you. <laughs> yeah. If anyone
5: wants to broadcast this on CB,
0: that would be nice, right? we're looking for a larger audience, and I feel like truckers are a demographic. Yeah. No, for real. You're driving 80 hours, like uh, like in a singular week. Hell yeah, you don't want to listen to some shit doesn't matter what. James, how did you meet the Bible?
5: I met the Bible when I was a fetus, which sounded clever the first time I said it, before we were recording. Well, yeah. now they know that you said it twice. Yeah. It kind of fell flat for me the second time, not going to lie. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, um, I I grew up in a pretty devout Christian family. I uh, My dad was an, is an Episcopal priest. Got to stop using that past tense. Um, but I didn't really... I never really considered myself religious. Um, I almost saw church and like religion as more of like a cultural and social thing. Mm. Just because, I mean, it wasn't like there was an expectation. It's just like what my family did because of what my dad does for a job. Mm. So my interest in the Bible and religion just kind of comes from that. Like the cultural like narrative side of it. Mm. Which offends some, but... I think it's a really useful perspective to look at it. I absolutely agree.
3: How does it yeah. offend some people?
5: Because for people who take it as no pun intended gospel truth, <laughs> nice, kind of viewing it viewing it in like a more detached way is kind of seen as offensive by people who
3: aren't detached. more devout. Yeah.
0: yeah, I feel that. I, I'm Muslim with bow tie. Feel you on that
3: that's one of the things I sometimes wonder about with us doing this thing where we read this book is that some I would say at least at least part of the people that are reading it we're reading it as literature and to some people that follow this book even the idea of us reading it like that with that kind of critical lens toward like a as you would any other book is not cool
4: <laughs> yeah a lot of the meanings that show up in the book are dependent upon believing it to some people and so it's kind of like I could see how to somebody who's religious, it's ridiculous to read it in the way that we're reading it. But we're doing it, anyway. and yet
5: we go <laughs> yeah, on. We are. <laughs> it's you know, big it's okay. In our next series, we'll read the Torah in the original Hebrew. So it's <laughs> It'll be poorly pronounced. Right?
0: In between now, you
4: wait till how many? You, you wait to see how many people are offended by that. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Kelly, oh, the lovely Kelly Valdez over here in the left corner.
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Bible, what?
2: Oh uh, <laughs> uh, well.
5: Did you didn't I, give me a softball question like that?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I grew up in a Hispanic uh, Catholic family, so like my close family and my extended family were very devout Catholics and very traditional. And then I went to a Christian school, very conservative bunch of assholes so i have both perspectives of you know i had to study the bible a lot especially when i was a kid so like i have this whole book practically memorized and like uh, do it start reciting it right now um in the beginning god created <laughs> that's that yeah. <laughs> and, yeah it just it, it was like ridiculous the, what like the christian school had to, to make me do but like my it's ironic because the my catholic um side was very lenient and they are like were very accepting of like all people which is very weird because like in today's society you think the catholics are the strict people and the christians are laid back but it was the opposite for me <laughs> so yeah
4: that is interesting I've never noticed that difference because I'm pretty unfamiliar with Catholics,
5: but... It's interesting that you refer to the Catholic Church and the Christian Church because that's not a distinction that a lot of denominations make. True. Because the Catholic Church sees themselves as, like, the quote-unquote original Western Christian Church.
2: Yeah. Well, I got... At um, my Christian school, I told them I was Catholic and they said, you're going to hell for... Yeah, they would like wow. you worship saints like how you worship idols in the Bible. I'm like, that's I've not how. That. That's not how it works. So a come. Yeah.
0: yeah. And and stuff, and so like, like yeah, I was know, hated
2: on, like so much, especially by my teachers. Like, I would be like, no, this is not what my Catholic church taught me, and you know, just so on. It's just like it's just like a battle, just like neck and neck. But yeah, that's
4: yeah. One time, long time ago, me and Alex were talking about a TV show where you put two people in an arena, and they get to pick a weapon, and their weapon is basically a metal and sharpened religious symbol, and then they
0: fight to the death. Judaism all the way, baby. <laughs> Judaism all the way, yeah, baby. <laughs> I, I forgot, forgot about, about that. that. Dude, that thing is like a, a star of death, man. Yeah. Or
5: would you go for Taoism, like a sharpened disk of like the yin yang? Yeah, no
2: Honestly, way. Buddhism all the way, man.
0: I could see that. It it is a, a, brutal. <laughs> yeah, like, like a the, a the, the anchor. Star. The anchor is yeah. ironic if you think about it for one second.
3: <laughs> 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 the most violent. The most bloodworthy, worthy. The most. I don't think the Rohingya would have to think about it.
0: Let's not get into that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whoa, That's whoa, a can whoa. of worms.
2: That's <laughs> yeah.
4: That's we a whole. We need, like a, need like a,
2: Okay. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a.
0: No one knows what they're
4: called. <laughs> All right. Um. So we are reading the story of the flood, uh, with their favorite guy Noah. Both of yeah.
0: them. No. Uh, yeah.
4: It's about me. We have Noah wait, starring wait. Noah.
0: Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> I gained twenty hey. pounds. Okay. Hey, hey, I gained hey, 20 so pounds. i Jumping ahead. Yeah. Jumping ahead.
3: <laughs> and uh, you're our, getting in, in in front of our narrative.
4: So don't sure. appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, and God will be played as James, which is a joke if. You knew that James was our DM for for a Dungeons & Dragons game.
0: For non-shut-ins, a DM is this thing in this game called Dungeons & Dragons where you get to be God for, like, two hours over some people either drinking beer or Red Bull and Mountain Dew. It's sometimes a sex thing. Yeah, sometimes it gets really kinky, but that's that's a side of the point. That's what a DM is Um. for those not in the know.
2: Plus, James has a much beautiful voice.
0: Yeah, for quiet. those
5: listening at home, I'm wearing my D and D name tag that says God with a little cartoon lightning bolt and flame on it. It's official, which I feel like fits better with Old Testament God, which mm. is where we're at. Yeah, sure. yeah. The,
4: Mighty, those are right. symbols of smiting. Smitten, Smitten. A rain cloud
5: on here. I mean, as very
4: appropriate for what we're going to be reading today.
5: Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, as a Christian, as a Catholic, God was a dick. In the Old Testament. Word. Yeah. <laughs> really
4: Someone well, had to say it. Well, I He guess... pulls his first dickery in this story. Oh, yeah, yeah we're, we're about so to get <laughs> into it, <theme>. Yeah, Yeah,
3: <laughs> to, to kind of catch people back up to where we are in this story, uh, Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden because of the apple shenanigans. Uh and so you they know. went and started Apple farming and such. They
4: Apple had... Gates. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> it was Apple. <after. laughs> and...
0: <laughs> the first gate of the world. The first yeah, year. a lot of people think it was water related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: No, this is
3: water It went high up, dude. It went high up. <laughs>
4: this is this is Watergate.
3: Yeah. It's Carey, carry carrying like <laughs> the summary out. So, so they had they had two kids once, you know, they were gonna die. They had to have kids. And so, I don't know why. And so they had two boys. The boys didn't get along. God decided to play some weird mind games. Um, and then Cain, after murdering his brother, he went and founded a city. Because he wasn't, God, God God, gave him a curse, which made it so that other people, if they saw him, they would have to kill him.
4: No, they couldn't. Uh, the curse was that they, if well, if they did kill him, their punishment would be sevenfold canes. Yes. Very vague. Which yeah.
5: Which is why he went into politics.
0: Feels like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's a prophet, man. That's a prophet. Well, that, yeah. that, that's yeah. cool. Wait to it God. Got, he gave him a break, dude. Committed yeah. murder, gives him like, you know, immunity. It's basically. called mercy. It's kind of God's thing. Woo.
3: Yeah. yeah Even for the murder. God also said, like, you won't be able to use the earth. The earth will forever be like against you. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, okay, I'm just going to find a, a random woman out of thin air and have a bunch of named. kids. Yeah. Yeah. I say out of thin air because she wasn't named, And it didn't really <laughs> say where she came from, even though every other person in the story, it is specifically told us where, where they come from.
4: Yeah, so then we get to chapter five. Chapter five is a list of names uh, beginning to end. And it's the sons of Seth. Seth is the son of Adam and Eve
3: that did not... Uh, Murder someone? Yeah, and what I was what I was getting to with Cain is like child. when he when he founded this city, yeah. he ended up having a lot a long line of children and such.
4: They were the evil ones.
3: Yes, and they started doing stuff horrible things like make musical instruments.
0: God forbid <laughs> the devil <laughs> and rock
3: and roll. It was the seeds for yeah, rock and roll. It was <laughs> the seed
0: of rock. It roll. was the seed. Metal is next.
5: So are you telling me that Genesis chapter five is just footloose? <laughs> hey he doesn't like dancing dude
2: it's a reference also yeah if anyone wants to lift like 969 years that sounds like hell on earth like yeah. i will not want to you do you it think they long. age
5: the whole time or do they like reach a maximum and then just, I wonder, if just oh. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if like all
2: their skin just sagged all to the ground
4: i think they were babes up until like 500 <laughs> and like 500 was kind of when they started they hit to to call i
0: bet like i bet like it would be like one of those things where if you're 76 to 80 like like you know people would be like oh man she's looking good for 695 <laughs> <laughs> damn i would take that. okay so
4: uh, we go through all of these names which are remarkably similar to sets kids yeah and then we hit sometimes they're identical some most of the time they are uh, which is weird, and I haven't found a reason for yet. I know I promised last episode I would. I haven't. Um, <laughs> Maybe next week. Yeah, I'll Google that later. And, the um, after that. and then we get to <laughs> Noah. And mm. we we open up the story, at Noah being 500 years old, with the kids, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Hey,
0: man, I'm not good at naming.
4: And it's also worth Come noting on, that time. Noah is the 10th generation from Adam.
0: Intra- really? Yes. I've always imagined them way closer to each other. I don't know about y'all. But I've always imagined them, like, within, like, at least two or three generations. And, yeah, and so and so we know, like, what, what the world
4: looks like a little bit better, too. Methuselah and Lamech are still alive at this time.
5: Oh, but It also okay. kind of makes you wonder why everyone else was so unimportant that they felt they need to skip ahead so far. Yeah, ten generations.
0: Yeah. Maybe, you know what I would speculate? I, pure speculation. Perhaps there were ten years of very uneventful, like, human development where... You know, they weren't sophisticated enough to commit massive atrocities that could get God's attention. God's busy doing God's stuff, you know what I mean? Sure. So, so like, yeah. <laughs> whatever God does up there.
2: It's also the theme of numbers. Like, I'm, I've noticed, like, throughout the Bible, there's, like, a theme of, like, God really, likes seven days or, like, just, like, the seven comes up or 12 or, like, maybe this 10th generation is just a numbers theme.
4: It's a good know? spot to flood the world.
0: Hey, man. Spoilers. Spoilers, die. I spoiler spoil dog. that already. Yeah, no, I, I, I danced I, I, around, I'll man. cut that I on. Danced.
5: Well, thanks for listening.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was our episode, Luke? folks. Luke, that was our episode. We'll,
4: cho- we'll chop it in post. Luke, make sure to edit this. Note to future, Luke. Um, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do we want to start reading, or do we want to talk about anything else before we jump in? Shit,
0: man. Mm-hmm. That, that... that I... That...
3: I think we're good to go. Would you yeah. like to I just, start six? I'd just like oh. to
5: drop a joke that I made earlier before we started recording in that like half of chapter six is just, quote, the Lord said, and <laughs> I called that the monotheist monologue, which <laughs> frankly I'm really proud of.
0: <laughs>
4: I, uh, I'll make sure that there's like a solid 10 seconds of silence between you saying this, you starting to say it, and... Stopping to say it that way, the joke really hits home. Yeah, dude. If we can
5: can we like <laughs> after this, can we write like a stinger to put in there to really really hit it home?
4: And maybe like an applause, like oh wow, that was good. I
0: appreciate I think some hand la- applause, a laugh applause. Tra-
5: yeah, The I'll Big say, Bang Theory. We laugh need
0: track. We, we just need, just need a need that a, a sound keyboard. <laughs> we just need yeah. a keyboard, man. Look.
4: When we, when we, when we have fans that will give us money like it seems everyone else on the internet can manage,
0: I'll get us, I'll get us a set of buttons
4: that make noises.
0: You hear that, internet people? Do you hear the clinking of that tin can? <laughs> yes. Can you spare ten cents in my PayPal? Yeah, uh, we we don't actually have a PayPal. We don't. And we can if set you set up a tip. Don't forget Did to I like, comment, and
4: subscribe. A, if
0: you platform. hit the bell for notification, because apparently subscribing doesn't mean shit no more. <laughs> <laughs>
5: right?
0: Yeah, so right. I don't think we're on any <laughs> platform that gives notifications. That's right. We're just talking to a microphone. So, let's let's jump into yes. <laughs> this. We're talking
2: to a sock.
4: So, Chapter Six: The Flood. When men began to increase in number on the earth. And daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. His days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of man uh, and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of of his heart was only evil all the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth, and his heart was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe man,
5: I'm sorry. So the Lord said, I will wipe out from the earth the human beings I have created, and not only the human beings, but also the animals and the crawling things and the birds of the air, for I regret that I made them.
4: Damn. Uh, quote. I was drinking Laquais.
5: Sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, roast him in the comments for that. <laughs> oh, wait, we don't have any comments. <laughs> uh, but Noah
4: me. found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked with God. Noah had three sons Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on the earth had corrupted their ways.
5: So God said to Noah, I see that the end of all mortals has come, for the earth is full of lawlessness because of them, so I'm going to destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, equip the ark with various compartments, and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you shall build it. The length of the ark will be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. Make an opening for daylight and finish the Ark a cubit above it. Put the Ark's entrance on its side. You will make it bottom, second, and third decks. I, on my part, am about to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all creatures under the sky in which there is the breath of life. Everything on the earth shall perish. I will establish my covenant with you. You shall go into the Ark, you and your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. Of all living creatures, you shall bring two of every kind into the Ark, one male and one female, to keep them alive along with you. Of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, and of every kind of thing that crawls on the ground, two of each will come to you, that you may keep them alive. Moreover, you are to provide yourself with all the food that is to be eaten and stored away, that it may serve as provisions for you and for them.
4: Noah did everything just as God
0: commanded him. Damn right.
5: Thanks. That's good. You're
0: you're a loyal subject. Hey man, big ass creature comes out of the sky, tells me he's about to wipe everything clean, and I got I got the winning ticket, dog. Yeah. His fingers uh, hovering
5: uh, over F uh, five. I'm redeeming <laughs> that shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm going wanna live. If it means I have to comply with the psychotic, schizophrenic, trying to massacre the entire world, I'll do it. Look, I'll man, do it. He, he made you. He can take it away. Exactly. Exactly.
5: Well, like, <laughs> don't make like me turn this existence around. Exactly, <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> it's your mutual respect. <laughs> 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 All
4: right. Uh, are there any notable translation differences?
5: Yes. Well, what are you Mine yeah. is pretty similar to yours, Luke. Okay. What, what, what version are you reading from, by the way? I'm reading... Thank you for asking. The New American Revised Edition. Ooh. Which ooh. is something I've never read before. It's
3: a weirder one, I think.
5: It, it, it sounded King Jamesy, but more...
4: American. Less Thous.
3: Yeah, yeah. A little bit more modern, kind of interesting language.
4: I like it. You said you had a notable uh, translation difference. What do you got, Kelly?
2: Yeah, uh, about the ship or the boat or whatever. Um, it says, build yourself a ship from teak wood. Make rooms in it. Mm. Coat it with pitch inside and out. Make it 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Build a roof for it and put in a window 18 inches from the top. Put in a door on the side of the ship and make three decks lower, middle, and, midder, middle and upper. And it also says like, um, what is it? Like, uh, well, more like on chapter seven, but like. I noticed that uh, he says, take uh, every unclean animal. I'm like,
5: what? (laughs) Get the dirty ones. (laughs) Why why aren't cubits a thing anymore? Because apparently the conversion they're using is one and a half foot Per feet to a cubit. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's a pretty convenient measurement, to be yeah. honest with you. It's almost as better than a meter. I
5: mean, correct it's me if I'm good. wrong. Isn't the cubit from the elbow to the tip of the middle finger? It is. It like yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> some fun facts about the Ark, because they're easy to find. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> uh, in terms of the measurements of it, um, just like there's some perspective on how kind of too big this boat is. <laughs> it is. The, the, the measurements given in the Bible make it four stories tall, half the width of a football field, one and a half times the length of a football field, and that is the volume of one-third of the Titanic.
5: It's a really but weird... But see, it's a cruise ship, but dude. See that that, that, yeah. that kind of makes it, it... It, feels, it sounds a like a blood. fortress. It's <laughs> the cruise ship with a zoo on it. Yeah, keep Word. It, Word. in mind, there's, Word. there's Word. all these
3: animals that go along with it. It's Word. not just, Word. like, a huge house. It's like Sure, yeah, no, it's got to
4: pack things, but that's fucking huge Wait, so what, for the day
0: in the age to think yeah. about it the biggest ship probably oh, yeah. available would be something tantamount to a ca- average cadmoran i imagine, yeah. and that would be alone would be a feat but to have something like that would be unprecedented i think you'd have yeah. to demolish like a third of a forest <laughs> so, <to absolutely laughs> like something, a that,
5: something that i noticed just now was the difference in the material that it was built out of what does everyone have oh yeah for that mine was also gopher wood yeah
3: Uh, With pitch. Which
5: I I looked up, I looked that up because I was interested, and apparently it's attributed to kind of a mistranslation where the Hebrew word for cypress wood sounds like the Hebrew word for gopher.
4: Wow. Mine is cypress. So that's, uh, so that tracks. Yeah.
2: I don't know what teak wood is.
4: I think teak wood is just a different family entirely, but but I'll double check that. (laughs)
3: There's some stuff that. Are you reading from the message? Yeah. There's some tre- there's some things that I'm they sorry. change in that that, that, <laughs> that don't make any sense. Well, they just like why why would you change the type of wood?
4: Yeah, cypress is
2: making more biblical.
4: It's not even like Gosh, close Mark. to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. In terms of density, it's it's a similar material, but it's not in any way the same tree.
5: So the message was translated by material scientists, is what you're telling me.
4: I want a I want a biblical translation that's
3: that. <laughs> um for, for, for alternate translations, one one thing that mine said that it's definitely just a phrasing thing, and I don't think it means it in the way that it sounds, but for yours, I think it said the earth was corrupt like in front of God. Hmm. Um, like God saw that it was corrupt. And yeah. mine it says the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence.
0: I find it interesting that he says the earth rather than my humanity or my creation. It almost oh, implies like there's mate, perhaps, you know how we were kind of talking about dragons and stuff kind of off mic, you know, every now and then we talk about like the, you know, dragons and, sh- you know, stuff like that. I would almost wager that these ancient societies, maybe if this is correct, like, let's assume this is exactly literally correct. Maybe there yeah. was all these kinds of creatures that were very dangerous and unholy along with humanity becoming more dangerous and unholy and god's like oh, oh man no. I, I have i got god. news for you oh what's up
4: we're we're gonna go ahead and talk about verse two and then verse four through six uh because there are these sons i'll just read it the sons of god saw that the daughters of men were beautiful mm-hmm. and they married any of them they chose and then jump to verse four the nephilim were on the earth in these days and also afterward when the sons of god went to the daughters of men and had children with them. The they were the heroes of old, men of renown. Yeah. It says, so It says giants in my book. It says giants. Exactly. That's though. what yeah. Nephilim they
0: they they're almost like angelic, isn't it? Like an angelic uh, human hybrid basically. From at, <laughs> at least that's what I've been told, <laughs> so much I think. Shit. They could be a million times. that's what list. I've been told, I think, is so, like so, that there's some
3: kind of weird hybrid. When it says sons of god, does that mean just normal man?
4: Well, so it, in Are verse side. two it says the sons of God saw the daughters of men. So Angels it, it makes women. a distinction between Ooh. men and sons of God. I get it. Yeah,
5: in because I have I have Angels, a bunch of annotations in mine, and for chapter six verse two, it notes that the sons of God roughly approximates to just other heavenly beings. Yep.
0: Mm. Yeah. And like I that's what it is. It's like an angelic human hybrid. Like uh, mm. they 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 procreated and they created these beasts. Yeah, so Nephilim literally ones.
4: means fallen ones, uh, and there's a few hypotheses as to what they are in the Bible because they're also mentioned later. I have every time they're mentioned ever written down. Oh yeah. But uh, <laughs> some hypotheses, they're aliens. Word.
0: That's always why. Why that's always the first one, dude.
4: <laughs> they're from outer
0: space. <laughs> I don't that
4: understand it. I like that one. Uh, they th- back to the agriculture analogy we discussed in previous episodes. They were hunter gatherers that had mm. not incorporated into society yet, so they were genetically larger, more more adept, Neanderthal. At killing. Yeah, yeah exactly. But. They were they were kind of like a separate kind of human, and they would have taken women. They would have not been considered men. They would have taken women when they needed. More them. barbaric oh,
0: Viking yeah. type. Although Neanderthal
5: <laughs> yeah. man wouldn't have lived in that.
0: Well, world. no, God, Lord, no. I mean, more, yeah. more uh, really? like. Really? Yeah, the oh.
3: yeah, Neanderthals they, were, were they in Southern Europe?
5: Yeah, but it's cool. still pretty far from Southern Europe into I feel like, like Eastern Mediterranean.
3: I feel like if they had boats, it wouldn't be that far. I don't know if they did have boats. They got yeah. nothing to do but wander
0: around. <laughs>
4: yeah. You can move a lot of Neanderthals with the football fields. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, a football uh, field. another
5: posted.
4: another hypothesis is that their giants is in Heroes Gilgamesh like ancient heroes of civilizations before the hebrews uh which would have been like characters like gilgamesh and well it's it's a teaser um and then the last one is that they're the lesser sumerian gods in the creation myth because the sumerian creation myth is that there were greater and lesser gods and the greater gods created the lesser gods to sculpt the earth and so the lesser gods would have roamed
5: earth
0: Yes. I think uh, if I can
5: offer I... the annotations from the New American Revised Version. Do it. Ooh. So, for that passage that you mentioned, these enigmatic verses are a transition between the expansion of the human race illustrated in the genealogy of Chapter 5 and the flood depicted in Chapters 6 through 9. The text, apparently alluding to an old legend, shares a common ancient view that the heavenly world was populated by a multitude of beings, some of whom were wicked and rebellious. It is incorporated here not only in order to account for the prehistoric giants the Israelites called the Nephilim, but also to introduce the story of the flood with a moral orientation, the constantly increasing wickedness of humanity.
3: So so they're all the same thing. The fallen ones, the Nephilim, giants.
5: Yeah, those are all the same. Uh, But
4: the last one, too, is what Noah was saying earlier, where they're like, they're angels that
5: God kicked out. Giants Giants was the last one. Yeah, no, it's pretty well established that angels don't have the hardware necessary to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might just be allegorical for like heathens and non-believers. Itself. Yeah,
2: because I'm pretty sure if angels had the ability to procreate, there would be a lot more sexier people out in the world. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs>
4: the the angels theory is apocryphal. It's like it's in it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's used as like like a metaphor in other texts. And if you take it literally, the result is angels fuck humans but I, I, I think the idea is... Have you ever heard of an incubus
0: cool. or a succubus? We talked about one. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's an that's a other earthly being that, that that violates, you know, a, a victim.
4: Yeah. And so, so, so other places that, uh, that, that Nephilim do show up is Numbers, Ezekiel, the Damascus documents from the Dead Sea Scrolls, mm-hmm. Sirach, which we talked about uh, in episode two or episode three, with the alphabet of Sirach. Is that um, an apocryphal book? The Sirach is like a, uh, it's kind of like a Proverbs. Uh, it's, it's a Jewish text, but it's like a collection oh. of just like wisdom teachings and things like that. Um, and the and then it shows up in the Book of Enoch uh, as well. And the, I actually have the Sirach quotation in 167. The lo- uh, He did not forgive the princes of old who rebelled long ago in their might. And princes is, is in most translations, the Nephilim. Um, this could be
3: an interesting thing to like. This could be an important part where finding the original translation for that word, what farthest back that would tell us tell you the most. Yeah. Which would be in Greek or I mean, it's Hebrew? pretty clearly
5: yeah, a, it's, it's a Hebrew yeah. word because yeah. it ends with im, yeah. which means it comes from Semitic, which means it could be really, really old.
4: My 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 hypothesis personally is that if it translates to anything close to the fallen ones, I feel like it's probably just the descendants of Cain. Mm. because they are kind of set up in the previous chapters as the fallen ones mm. i i feel like that's to me that's like the most logical conclusion that requires the least hoops but it's a weird part of the bible
3: yeah i and, and just looking it up on on wikipedia which of course this isn't a great the most accurate source Wikipedia
5: is awesome Alex. um it's 100% hate. credible. Use it for all of your school
0: assignments. Anytime you need an MLA like citation, Wikipedia doc. You can even just
5: copy and paste. That's what I've been told by professors. <laughs> word for word. <laughs> I'm a student. Uh,
3: I used to be. Yeah, but well, it, says, it, says, <laughs> it says that the Nephilim were the offspring of the sons of God and the daughters of them. Yeah. Not necessarily the sons of God.
4: Yeah, the sons of God are like the angels. There's air quotes right now.
5: So I'm kind of drawing a parallel to the Cyclopes of Greek myth. Yeah. In that the word giant is just how it was transliterated into English as kind of a way to represent their like otherness, not yeah. necessarily mm-hmm. literally being large people.
3: yeah.
2: So, so, "giant" literally just means weird.
3: But we also Basically. do. We also do have. <laughs> That's where am <I'm> going. <laughs> we also do have stories throughout history of very big people, as well as there's been some bones that have found been found like, of like enormous people, like eight foot, eight foot, nine foot skeletons.
4: Well, let I me mean, like, let me make this pitch to you guys. Uh, if it's the if if it's fallen like the sons of God, and uh, the daughters of men we did talk in Genesis 1 and 2 about the idea of at this time there was an idea of polytheism. It was just this god was the best one and other nations did have real gods. They were just worse. Yeah. Mm. And if those real gods are fucking women, they make demigods. And demigods would be considered giants among men. And you get into a translation issue where giants isn't what the word means. But I... (laughs)
3: <laughs> there's also something that I, that I vaguely remember about from Gilgamesh that I if I remember correctly Gilgamesh who was he was like a third a third god mm-hmm. yeah um, he was a lot t- Physically bigger than a normal person. I leg. think he
5: was two thirds God, which I don't know how that comes
3: out. But. <laughs> from the limited knowledge I have of a uh, Samaritan religion,
0: they had a lot of uh, what the modern day people would call sex magic, from what I understand. Like, yeah, uh, the Red like, Hot Chili Peppers album. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's basically what that reference is. Like, ritualistically, like it has a lot to do with like weird weird sex stuff so like, i wouldn't t- prostitution uh, or, or yeah yeah and just yeah, like yeah. like like having like Templars a priest like you know impregnate yeah. this virgin and weird shit or like for the god or whatever like
4: well yeah and if that <laughs> was happening I mean, at the time too they there would have been an idea of some sort of like like gods sleeping with
0: mortals exactly
4: that's why well, and that's been an yeah. idea for a long time samson yeah. is
0: kind of i've always wondered yeah. that about samson
4: I'm pretty sure
0: he's a demigod. Yeah, I feel like he's a demigod because he has, like, a strength of a... He's, like, he's, like a... He's,
4: he's demigoddy,
0: but not, like,
4: in a the technical line. sense. Yeah. Like, the Greek sense of, like, a god fucks a human. Mm. It's more of just, he's superhuman. He's got
5: he's long hair. Got he's and... a really good, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boo. Uh, yes. Uh, also, with, um, we're
3: gonna rewind <laughs> out of Samson. Unless you want to talk about Samson.
2: Oh, I was gonna talk about, um, why did, like, it suddenly, like, God made like the lifespan like nine hundred years to like one twenty. Like why other, and it doesn't even say why. Like
3: right in the beginning, in a that also has
5: parallels in. And I know we keep jumping the gun over to Mesopotamian literature. No, that's but that also has parallels. Like if you look at the. At the Sumerian king list. Yeah, mm-hmm. where the reigns at the beginning of like the the first like kings of legend are like tens of thousands of years, and they progressively get shorter and shorter, up until you get to the kings that are actually historically attested. Interesting. Yeah. Why is that? I I've, I don't
2: know. It's kind of like a so aliens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alien's next question.
2: Okay, for um, folks at home, I'm a public health major, and so one of our big questions is, Sorry. why is it that um, people are dying more and more younger and younger each generation? And so it's kind of like, I wonder what, in my public health mm-hmm. perspective, I wonder what kind of diseases developed that made life shorter. Like maybe AIDS happened a mm-hmm. long time ago, but we didn't know it.
5: We briefly
4: right. talked about the Mark of Cain being uh, disease, where civilization being introduced to humans introduced the opportunity for for disease to spread more rapidly. Because before, it was kind of like a natural state, but I, I figured I'd mention that.
3: Yeah, but it is it is interesting that it went from yeah, around 900 to 120, and it, there, there's not much explanation for why he decided to switch that. I mean, That even happened before he was upset, before he saw the wickedness. Yeah.
5: I feel like you're, like, you as the reader are kind of supposed to conflate that with, like, the slow degradation in morals that led to the flood in the first place. Like, people Mm -hmm. are worse, so they don't live as long. But there's not really a reason for that. It it seems like
0: he, he decided it. Honestly, giving some uh, a human, with all the desire that they have, 500 years is far too long for them. They get into trouble. They start, like, destroying entire civilizations at way too fast a rate. We gotta slow that down. Yeah. So you
2: think God doesn't trust us enough to live
0: long? I don't know. He didn't trust this world enough to exist in this chapter. I mean, he didn't trust <laughs> this world to, over to the exist. Time, but... yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> uh,
4: and with that being said, do we want to move on to chapter 7? We have a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. So. Like that's
0: a good Yes,
4: yeah. (laughs) Do you
3: want to take it away, Alex? Okay. And the Lord said unto Noah, Go into the ark and. Mm.
0: <laughs>
5: Lay it down, God. I how we were doing that. Lay down, God. <laughs> yeah, you know, go. funny, kind of steamrolled over me right there at the beginning. A, a, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> go into the ark, you and all your household, for you alone in this generation have I found to be righteous before me. Mm. Of every clean animal, take with you seven pairs, a male and its mate, and of the unclean animals, one pair, a male and its mate. Likewise, of every bird of the air, seven pairs, a male and a female, to keep their progeny alive over all the earth. For seven days from now, I will bring rain down, for, down on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and so I will wipe out from the face of the earth every being that I have made. Noah complied, just as the Lord had commanded. Oh, that's not, that's narration. And the Lord did <laughs> you according got it, God. unto all that the Lord commanded
3: him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him, into the ark, because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts, and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowl, and of everything that creepeth upon the earth, there went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass, after seven days, that the waters of the flood were upon the earth the flood. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. In the selfsame day entered Noah, and Shem, and Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark they and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind every bird of every sort and they went in unto Noah into the ark two and two of all flesh wherein is the breath of life and they that went in went in male and female of all flesh as God had commanded him and the Lord shut shut him in And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark. And it was lifted up above the earth. I think I'm going to, it was lifted up above the earth. And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went up upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both fowl and of cattle, and of beast, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man, all in whose nostril was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land, died. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and the creeping things and the fowl of the heaven. And they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth an hundred and fifty days.
0: I want to note something really quick from that. One thing that really stuck out to me, which... We've talked about it in previous episodes, with the Old Testament in particular. I feel like we, uh, when he said, "I am going to destroy everything that I have created," and that like we actually hear oh, yeah. God being regretful. I think, which is very not normal for for you know a Judeo Christian perspective of I have a absolutely flawless God that doesn't make mistakes. It almost, when I, I mean, I've heard this story a billion times, but when I heard Alex read it that time, I'm like, holy shit, it's almost like he's um, admitting to, like, I have messed up, I've made mistakes, yeah. and I have to correct them. And in, <laughs> like, in chapter six,
4: he grieves, Yeah, which is, like, those are both very human traits. Not to say that, like, he can't be a god and feel in human ways, yeah, but they're both very human things to do.
0: Which is for the for the big guy, you know, upstairs, yeah. not Jesus or the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the
3: big- yeah, it's like when you're playing a game of Minecraft and you built this whole <laughs> this huge city, yeah, and you're like so happy with it, and then yep. something changes and you aren't as happy with it, and so you destroy it it's all. It's one block off, and so yeah. you you destroy. build it all, and
5: you're like,
4: fuck, it's on odd numbers, and I needed to do double doors, and I needed even numbers. In some <laughs>
3: some, 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 <laughs> some night, instead of just deciding to turn it off and come back to it later. You decide, no, I'm going to change the creative mode. I'm going to spawn I'm gonna of TNT, TNT.
0: all <laughs> over oh, the, Spawn 80, 80 creepers. I don't, 80. I don't the know. implication is God has been in survival mode this whole time.
4: And then he just
0: realized that he can switch modes because he's God. Yeah. yeah, God has
5: console commands on his server. No shit, so, yeah. dude. joke, no no But in the mythology of Minecraft, and this could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your comments. (laughs) But it's like, and this is going on a complete and total tangent. I recognize that. But it's recognized that the player character, or Steve, for the real ones out there, (laughs) is like an extension of the universe itself, which I feel like is also kind of present here. That's That's kind of a theme that God, like in this case, and for any christians listening at home i'm not trying to argue the omnipotence or omnibenevolence of god although i certainly could is not yeah. so much a separate entity but is like just the universe and stuff just kind of happens
4: yeah and then you mm. you can humanize the the things that occur in the universe and that humanization is god
5: also i also just wanted to note you mentioned 15 cubits that's 22 and a half feet just Ooh. for keeping score and, and another thing in terms of keeping score, this is genocide number one
4: of
0: the Bible. Ding, ding, ding. You have to start S- somewhere. somewhere, folks. Okay. You have to start somewhere.
3: <laughs> wow, wow. got to get your inspiration somewhere. <laughs> you <gotta start> somewhere. <laughs> Wait, wait, no.
2: As, as my Holocaust You're, professor y- says, it, Holocaust is the Holocaust. wasn't the only genocide, just the most important one. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And, and on That's on that
4: note, thing, it's yeah. worth mentioning we will be talking about Armenia later in this podcast. Yes, we're gonna have a
3: probably a multi series thing on Armenia.
4: No, I'm dead serious. I mean, Armenia is directly related to this. Yeah, I was gonna
5: say Ararat.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that yeah. Armenia? I thought, were, I, thought was, I, thought
4: was, I thought it was. It's I it's in Armenia. Turkey, but Armenia uses it as their sigil, and Armenia relates to oh. it more than Turkey does. There's a. Um, we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry about it. We'll <laughs> that
3: it? So that's not this episode. This is a different. Episode. No, it's. That's
4: it's, chapter an, it's eight. This is chapter eight. But I yeah, I'm, right. I'm I'm jumping ahead. What did you guys think about chapter seven? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Other than it sounds like God is Steve
5: from Minecraft. It's got that oral Steve. tradition repetitive
0: <laughs> shit going. Mm-hmm. It, it does. does yeah. yeah.
5: Kind of the poetic, like almost epic poem kind of quality to it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. like repeating, "It'll flood for forty days." Like I think it says it. I don't even know how many times, but it's yeah, it said multiple times. The one (laughs) one
3: that I've seen, I think the most in the Bible is "creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth." I was gonna say,
5: can we can we (laughs) save "creepeth upon the earth" as a band
3: name? Ooh, Ooh. yeah, Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that
5: also
4: "creepeth upon the earth" opening for.
0: Hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah. Or creepeth beyond on the earth performing at this mall. Or
4: hedge quip. A point of clarification, too. It makes it very clear that there are unclean and clean animals. Yeah. Uh, One of those. Does that relate
5: to the, the kashrut, the, the kosher it does, Jewish dietary? It does. It does. I'm sure. I feel like it might
3: just relate that like any, any people in, in this area, it seemed like the different groups had different animals that they would eat and other animals that they would stay away from. Like, Everyone had clean and, and does that relate animals. to yeah.
5: God existing within or Judeo-Christian God existing within a community of other gods hmm. that have different rules?
3: It could be, and I like yeah. that it, at the start of this, it doesn't, it has not yet told you which animals are clean and which ones are unclean. Mm-hmm. Leviticus tells you. Yeah, but that's not at the start, which <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. is smart. <laughs> <It's just laughs> In of it, no, Leviticus tells you
4: everything, though. <laughs> Now, I'm curious, and I didn't really look for it when we read, but does this chapter ever explicitly say that the whole world was flooded? Or does it say yes. a Ooh. lot of
3: things relative yes. to the whole earth? It says things relative, like the 15 cubits, I think you said it was 22 feet, until
5: all the highest mountains under the heavens were submerged. It's all of them. Okay, yeah. That's so, the whole earth then. Yeah. The water swelled 15 cubits higher than the submerged. Or
0: the mountains. whole okay. known earth. Maybe it was just... Well, yeah, but
4: in terms of this is, like, literature, the information it gives us implies that the whole Earth was flooded. Yeah. That's true.
5: So, Also, is this where they got the premise for the script of the movie 2012?
0: you damn right they did. And 2012. <laughs>
2: also, I would like to point out, like, in Catholic and Christian um, interpretations, they always told, like, me, especially when like we were kids, like, that people were screaming for help you know, outside of Noah's mm-hmm. Ark. Well, I, I I heard, heard
4: that too in Sunday school. Yeah,
2: they, they kept yeah. saying like... My children are drowning.
0: My children are drowning. Yeah, they're saying
2: to save my children or like, you know, help us, help us. And nope, like yeah. Noah shut the door.
0: I ain't got door. no time for that.
4: I forgot about that part. You know, in Sunday, guys, school, Sunday school, the Sunday school story <laughs> is more like they were begging for forgiveness at yeah. Noah's door. And that is totally
0: not here. And dude, I would love it too because like so, you guys yes. thought I was crazy <laughs> for like a hundred years. So... Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, like, I, never, fuck I, never, fuck I never really yo. got
5: exposed at that angle in Episcopalian Sunday School. But something that, now that I'm thinking back on it, something that was always present in the imagery is that it wasn't literally covering all of the land. for like little bits poking up. Because I, I think that's in reference to, like, the highest mountains. Yeah.
2: I got told, like, at my Christian school, like, they were trying to prove that the flood happened, you know, because, like, we always, like, were, like, had, like, you know, battle against evolution classes, and I'm like, okay, calm down. Is
4: that actually a class? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah,
2: and so one one of my teachers was like, you know, they've actually discovered fossils on the highest on Mount Everest, the highest mountain of like, you know, like fish, and like just like ancient.
5: And that's like, what we call sedimentary rock
4: geology. <laughs> it puts fish in a lot of places. Yeah, but that was my teacher's. There's there's really like. There's not much here compared to the last chapter. It's it just reiterates that there was water.
3: This seems like there would be like a lot of artistic license if you're like reading this to someone. Mm, Where it sounds yeah. like from what you guys have said about your tellings of it, that people <laughs> have taken a lot of creative license. Yeah. they yeah. have been like, oh, it was horrible. There were people banging on his ark trying to get in, and they were corrupted. So he. That's yeah. a scene straight, straight out, out of
5: the movie Twenty Twelve <laughs> <laughs> and Evan Almighty.
3: That is <laughs> every apocalyptic movie ever
0: involving a bunker. Let Come on, in. man, let me in. Come on. I, let's
4: also all take a note together that he built this ark in 100 years. Boom. And that's not like a criticism that he couldn't do that. It's just they other stories about the flood have specific amounts of time that it took for the people to build, build the ark. So I do whether I'm
5: impressed or disappointed by that. Hey, yeah. man.
0: Like, did, like, I'm impressed he stuck with it.
5: That Noah had
2: to. Like, they, they taught me Catholic school that it was, like, 40 days he had to build this really? ark. And no. I'm like, that's so bullshit. <laughs> even as a kid, I was no, like,
5: that's That's bullshit. not even in the book. <laughs> I know, it that, <laughs> no, manifested the chainsaw. didn't mention that when God commanded Noah to build the ark, he said he had seven days. Am I imagining that?
0: God's like a mob boss yeah. in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> you better have it by Friday. You better have I want, Hot take, oh, yeah, it by... Oh, yeah, I
4: think he <laughs> might be right, because I was thinking it started it out with... Uh, chapter 5, verse 32 says Noah's 500 years old, and then it updates here oh. with he's 600 years old, but that doesn't mean that he was 500 when God told him. For God, yet, oh. for,
3: for mine, it says for yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. I don't know enough about Old English to know what that means. A different translation may clear that up.
4: Yeah, it doesn't really say when God what, what is told seven, him to start building. What
3: does 7-4 say for, on your
4: on 7.4, mine says, Seven days from now, I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. Oh, so yeah. he That's tells him cut. seven days.
5: And then he takes it although, on although Under years to build it? it. says, so in the, the last couple of verses of chapter 6... Um, when he's giving the, you know, sort of the blueprints for the Ark. Yeah. Noah complied to just as God commanded him. It's not stated how long he takes to do that. And then only in chapter 7, when God gives, like, a second instruction to start collecting the animals, does he give that seven-day deadline. So, so I just, wonder I just, if that's, like, an indeterminate amount of time to build the Ark. And then when it's completed, then Noah that's has seven days to collect the animals before it rains for four Yeah, days. yeah. Dude, Almost like a collateral animals. deal. Like, yo, dude, I'm gonna collateral <laughs> deal. It's like, yo, dude, I'm gonna
0: flood. I'm gonna flood the earth, but you build this boat, and then I'll get on, like, desecrating all humanity. Yeah, well, the God
5: is like a gangs of New York style loan shark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you better have yeah, it by Friday. I guess, I guess there's two scenarios
4: <laughs> that. He, yeah I guess I guess that means he had seven days to collect the animals but an indeterminate amount of time to build the ship hmm. so or, that's, how
2: do you collect or, or, I mean, every single clean fucking animal in seven days you take days. the boat you sail it to Australia get the
3: marsupials that. get the marsupials <laughs> S- <laughs> so God's gonna help it also like our, our, our benchmark of like him being 500 years old the, the last time I think it said that was at the end of five yeah and Noah was 500 years old and he had these children yeah. Like, this this next one, he could already be 600. Uh, he could have done this in a day. And it just told us, and it just told us. I don't it, think he could have done this And it day. just told no, us at no. the end that he was 600. Yeah. Something that I noticed is that
5: it says, take seven pairs of the clean animals and yeah. one pair of the unclean animals. But then for the humans, they have four pairs. That's interesting. his wife and his sons and
0: their wives. Maybe that's deliberate.
3: So we're half, the way I would see it is we're half clean, (laughs) half unclean maybe. The the numbers Mm -hmm. seem really specific. And going back to what you said, I I feel like throughout our history, like numerology has been significant for many groups of people. Definitely significant for these people. And I think it is as well. Like we may not know exactly what all of these numbers represent if they represent something further beyond what we're getting.
4: Yeah. When we finish reading this, we'll reread it. Just with a numerolo- numerological interpretation.
3: <laughs> I feel like we would need to know a lot of different... I don't exercises. think it'd go well. We're not going to yeah. do that. Okay. Come back with us for <laughs> Numbers <laughs> in the Bible. The Bible, Bible numbers. Number Numbers. <laughs>
5: I'll go get my dice. <laughs> We're
3: going to combine two people's people's favorite things. Math and the Bible. Oh, we all, we, we set... all know you
5: guys out there love that. Wait, here's, here's an idea. Dungeons and Dragons campaign set in the build up to the flood? Thoughts?
0: Ooh, I'm game, dude. I would mean, like, play. i would God's play. super opposed to I would sounds play. like a
4: crazy world. I'm dead. God actively Future fucks look? with Edited the planet.
5: edit
4: that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is that all we got in 7?
0: Pretty I, much. It's just I pre- had
5: something else, but it was really dumb, and I was going to lead with that as a joke, but then Alex started saying some really profound stuff, so it felt out of damn. place. Damn. Why don't we do and this joke, to... and then we'll... Oh, okay. See, I forgot the joke. Oh, oh damn. I'm okay. sorry. It's No, don't... Well, if you, you remember it. It, we're
4: much better than the joke would have been. If you remember it and Alex is talking, just interrupt him. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it happens every day. <laughs>
5: Speaking of numerology, why do you think it's significant that it was in the 17th day of the second month of the 600th year of Noah's life? I just don't know enough about early Semitic culture to know why any of those numbers are significant. I have no idea. I don't think.
3: That's February 17th. Oh, well, no, it wouldn't be. Well, it depends on when his birthday is. Yeah, that's what I just realized. You guys want to talk about the Bishop
5: Usher chronology? Mm. Love to.
2: <laughs> I wonder what sign Noah was. If he was like a Leo, a Cancer.
5: Actually, the signs have have shifted since twice. Yeah. Since like two or three thousand years ago, the because of the precession of the Earth's axis. It's every
0: precession of the equinoxes. Yeah. It's every like what 21 it's 20, or something 21, like that.
3: 20. I know it's like two thousand seven something yeah, Basically, years. the signs which... would have been
5: like. One or two signs different, depending on when this was written. Uh, yeah. Maybe he was a Leo. Who knows? And we'll definitely be talking about that when we talk about
4: Jesus.
2: Jesus. Jesus is a Cancer. What, Zodiac <laughs> <laughs> <There>, Jesus is. <laughs> yeah, Jesus
4: is came about right around the time uh, the Pisces. I, the fish. It was uh, it the fish. But can, that's it's a little. You can see little... pseudo astrology. But it's still cool.
3: You want to tell us what you think about astrology? Yeah, well, let's get into it.
4: Can we dig into
0: that?
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's unpack that. Yeah. Let's go off the
4: rails. I feel like that was too hot of a take. Let's get yeah, moving. Yeah, okay. Yes. okay.
3: You can't
5: wrong opinions, and I'm not going to share them.
4: Uh, we will... You know, honestly, it could be cool if we did... Uh, when we get further into the Bible, do like... We were talking about reading Gilgamesh. It's a different series because there's a lot of crossover with Gilgamesh. But it'd also be cool. Astrology and like the history of it would be another cool one to learn about, but... Let's be, move on to chapter 3. That could
3: be yeah. We'll, 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 um,
4: no, 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 no. All right. But God remembered Noah and all of the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark, and he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens had been closed, and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth. At the end of the 150 days, the water had gone down, and on the 17th day of the 17th month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Ar- Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the 10th month. And on the first day of the 10th month, month, the tops of the mountains became visible. After 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven. And it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could not find no place but the dove could not find find no no place place. (laughs) because there was water over all the surface of the earth so it returned to Noah on the ark he reached out his hand and took the dove and brought it back to himself in the ark he waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark when the dove returned to him in the evening there was a there in his in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf exclamation mark I have that too that's, that's the first one so far. That's kind of weird. <laughs> then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. He waited seven, di- seven more days and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return to him. By the first day of the first month, Noah's 600, 600 and the first year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw the surface of the ground was dry. By the 27th day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Then God (laughs) said to Noah, Go out of the ark together with your
5: wife and your sons and your sons' wives. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you. All creatures, be they birds or animals or crawling things that crawl on the earth, and let them abound on the earth and be fertile and multiply on it.
4: So Noah came out together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives. All the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground and all the birds... Uh, Everything that moves on the earth came out of the ark one after another. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and taking some uh, of all the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offerings on it. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart,
5: Never again will I curse the ground because of human beings, since the desires of the human heart are evil from youth, nor will I ever again strike down every living being as I have done. All the days of the earth, seed, time, and harvest, cold, and heat summer and winter and day and night shall not cease
0: rhyme it, rhyme it. and oh, that's so, chapter 8 scene. Rhymy, rhyme rhyme
5: can i just point Ooh.
2: out something do it that Christian and Catholic, they literally say that God promised the rainbow, and that's why when you see a rainbow in the sky, that means that God will never flood the earth again. I never see this. It's in the uh, next chapter. Ah, oh, damn yes, it. Yeah. It's in the next
3: chapter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was gonna prove a point. It, it's a
3: bit of a cliffhanger <laughs> covenant. <laughs> damn it. That is a good covenant though for the for the Lord to make with us. I mean, after he practically genocided us. Yeah. Not practically actually, literally. Well, well, actually I think well, no, it's it to destroy a, in part or in whole. It wasn't a so complete you could, genocide. Yeah, but, but I do it was, But it, you don't need it doesn't need be to be tried. complete for it to be a genocide.
5: Well, so genocide is the destruction of a cultural or ethnic group. In whole or in part. Or in whole or in part. You could actually What is it called when it's species side? Ultraside.
3: Ultra side. Ultra side. Ultra side. Dun, that. dun, dun. <laughs> That's
0: a metal band name. Ultraside.
3: That's a metal <laughs> band name. <laughs> yeah, but like after after all that shenanigans, he like okay, seed time and harvest were a man, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, those are all pretty like I guess I'm glad that all of these exist. <laughs> <laughs> that was very deep, deep
4: observation that you're glad uh, those things also, exist. Whoever asked about
2: <laughs> like Noah being the tenth generation on the first day of the tenth month, you know. Just a numerical. So it's thing. tens again.
4: The seventeen showed oh, up again too.
5: Yeah. Um, so didn't I didn't th- mention the first day of the first month. Mm. It was Noah's birthday. Happy yeah, birthday! Yeah, yeah. The first day
4: of the first month. <laughs> That's really oh, okay, easy to keep up with.
5: So let's talk about Armenia. <laughs> yeah, uh, J- it.
4: James. It sounds like you are on the same page. You, you, so you. If you want to tell us about, tell us about that. The Ararat Mountain. Well, mountains.
5: I mean, I'm gonna preface this by saying that I'm a student of geography and political science, but I also don't know a lot about Armenia beyond the basics. And the only reason that I've heard the word Ararat before is because. I'm also a big soccer nerd, and there's a football team in Armenia called Ararat Armenia. No. Yeah, so uh, so it it sounds, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to make a parallel between these two since they're very different locations, but it's similar in my mind to the allusion made in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Well, we we're going
3: we to get into it a, a little bit later.
4: But. Let's just, let's jump into it now because there's a lot of things in this chapter we can talk about that are... Hello, this is Editing Luke. Um, editing Luke noticed a, a lot of inconsistencies and confusion that goes on for a long amount of time in this portion of the this episode. Um, so I've gone ahead and chopped some things up and moved them around, um, mainly for the sake of time—thirty uh, minutes worth of it—and. Uh, What you will be hearing next is going to be the story of Atreus in bullet points and our discussion of it. And then after that, we're going to talk about the Epic of Gilgamesh um, with the actual text read by Alex. So um, that's what's going on here. The only reason I'm jumping in to explain is the explanation and fluidity of events that we provide in the live recording was atrocious. So hopefully this clears up what's going on now so here comes Atresus in a few bullets so um <laughs> so it's uh the god Enki, which is like the sumerian god of man um and this guy named Atresus, uh mm. which well i guess we'll we'll talk about who traces is after the story but one mankind is noisy and they're making babies quick Two, <laughs> Enlil, Word. the supreme god, decides he's sick of it, he's going to make a
0: great flood to wipe out man.
5: That sounds familiar. Yeah. But more, like, sinister. I dig it. I
0: dig how, like, that sounds pretty sinister. Like, especially if you take it out of a Christian concept, that sounds like, I immediately imagine him with horns and, like, like, well, like this is Not a bullet point shit. summary. There's a lot, like, it's more flowery There's language in nuance. the original. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, okay, ask- okay, that's fair, <laughs> that's fair. I thought
4: I, you were, like, I, like just uh, reading it, no, yeah. Like, No, no, no. I I, I summarized the whole story into seven points just so we could fly through it and then we could talk about details later. Three. Oh, Oh, go ahead.
2: It sounds like they're just saying, like, stop whoring around, you bunch of humans. Pretty
4: much. (laughs) Three. Enki, the god of man, finds out about this plan and tells a man named Atreus, which means exceedingly wise, in a dream to build a boat. Four. A great storm happens. Five. The gods weep. Boom. Uh... 6. Atreus comes out of the ark and he makes a sacrifice to the gods as soon as he gets off.
0: Exactly so.
4: 7. To prevent man from reaching beyond their limits, the gods create childbirth, infant mortality, and celibacy. What? All that good stuff. So that's
5: kind of that's kind of combining elements of the flood story with the garden of Eden story.
4: It is, yeah. And uh and then now Alex, if you want to go ahead and uh do the Gilgamesh story, that that's the Gilgamesh story kind of like extrapolates that into a much prettier story over more time yeah and I'm not gonna
3: I'm not gonna go over the entire thing because actually if if you haven't read the Epic of Gilgamesh we'll probably do it in a later it could be several months down the road uh but it's worth it because it's a very interesting story and for a story that is so old like thousands of years old it is very cool to read it and understand the issues that Gilgamesh is dealing with is stuff that we still deal with today um so if you get that chance, pick up a tablet. Not, not not a not a digital tablet. Pick up a piece of rock, read this story. Hit that rock. So so this is not this is not it it, it this does not appear to be directly uh d- d- direct from the text, but it's kind of a summary of what the Gilgamesh flood was. Um, the council of gods decided to flood the whole earth to destroy man- mankind. But Ia, the god who made man, warned Utnapishtim from Shurupak, a city on the banks of the Euphrates, and told him to build an enormous boat. Um, this is the same city that that Sumerian myth yes. is, is is talking about. The exact same one. Yeah. The first line is, O man of Shurupak, son of Ubar-Tutu, which is the exact same name of the father of... Luke, Luke didn't say it, but that's oh, the father yeah. of... Atrasis? Atrasis. Atrasis. Uh,
4: the, the, uh, this guy, uh, Tutu, is the last king on the Sumerian king list before the flood. It's called And
3: when, So when he's um, talking about this king yeah. list, this is not just some random list. This is like a, a specific piece of, piece of rock that has recorded Sumerian kings for longer than we can... How long? Three thousand years? At oh, longer than that. Four thousand, five thousand, maybe. And 6, it kind 000. of it
5: bridges the gap between, like, ancient Mesopotamian myth and the real kings of Mesopotamia.
3: And there's a lot of there's a lot of weird things about this king list. Notably, the fact that people bef- because this this list marks the flood on there. It says that a flood happened here. So then they had the kings before that and the kings after that. The kings yeah, after yeah. that, if I remember correctly, had kind of normal-ish by our standards. They still spans. lived like thousands of years, but it but slowly
5: came down. Yeah. They're okay. approaching yeah. like historically attested reigns and lifespans.
3: Yeah, because on this kings list, they would also tell the age that the that these kings lived, and how how much territory they they covered when they were king. Um, and so the farther you go back on this list. It gets ridiculous. There's a guy that lives like 49,000 years. I think
5: the first one is 40 some thousand years, (laughs) 20 some thousand years. So that's that's a quick Google. That's where that
3: name uh, Ubar Tutu comes from. That is the last name before the the flood, flood. correct?
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. He
3: lives
0: 18,600 years. Yeah, the first guy lives. My boots suck at that age. You've seen everything like 50,000 times. You've seen (laughs) I
4: yeah, Highly recommended Google, though. Sumerian Kings list. Cool shit. Jamie, pull that shit up. Jamie,
0: pull that shit up. We're coming for you. We're going to
3: get a Jamie. <laughs> Just wait. We already have two, dude. Do we really need oh, a third yeah. Jamie in the mix? <laughs> we,
5: can, we can have our friend Andrew sit in the corner. O
3: oh, man of Shurupak, son of Ubar-Tutu, tear down the house <laughs> and build a boat. Abandon wealth and seek living, th- living beings. Spurn possessions and keep alive living beings. Make all living beings go go up in the boat. The boat which you are to build, its dimensions must measure equal to each other. Its length must correspond to its width. Utnapishtim obeyed. One whole acre was her floor space. Ten dozen cubits the height of each of her walls, ten dozen cubits each edge of the square deck. I laid out the shape of her sides and joined her together, provided her with six decks, dividing her into seven parts. Utnapishtim sealed his Ark with pitch, took all kinds of vertebrae animals and his family members, plus some other humans. Shamash, the sun god, showered down loaves of bread and rained down wheat. Then the flood came, so fierce that the gods were frightened by the flood and retreated, ascending to the heaven of Anu. The gods were cowering like dogs, crouching by the outer wall. Ishtar shrieked like a woman in childbirth, the sweet-voiced mistress of the gods wailed. The olden days have last turned to clay, because I said evil things in the assembly of the gods. How could I say evil things in the assembly of the gods, ordering a, a catastrophe to my people, to destroy my people? No sooner have I given birth to my dear people than they fill the sea like so many fish. The gods, those of Anukai, Anunukai, were weeping with her. The gods sat humbly weeping, sobbing with grief their lips burning, parched with thirst. However, the flood was relatively short. Six days and seven nights came the wind and flood, the storm flattening the land. When the seventh day arrived, the storm was pounding. The flood was a war. Then the ark lodged at Mount Nasir, almost 500 kilometers from Mount Ararat. Utnapishtim sent out a dove that a swallow, but neither could find land so returned. Then he sent out a raven, which didn't return, so he released the animals and sacrificed a sheep. This was not too soon, because the poor gods were starving. The gods smelled the savor, the gods smelled the sweet savor, and collected like flies over a sheep sacrifice. Then Enlil saw the ark and was enraged that some humans had survived. But Ea sternly rebuked Enlil for overkill in bringing a flood. Whereupon Enlil granted immorpa- immortality to Utnapishtim and his wife and sent them to live far away at the mouth of rivers. And this is the story that Utnapishtim told Gilgamesh when Gilgamesh arrived after going through this forest and dealing with some gods. Dealing with all sorts of bullshit, he finally arrived to meet this immortal man and he heard Udna story about how he became immortal.
5: Yeah. Something that I noticed was the size of the boat. It sounds like a cube. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, I I was thinking the same thing. Makes no sense nautically. Yeah. And it's worth 120 (laughs) cubits, then that's 180
4: feet to a side. And this is something like that. That immediately jumped out to. I, don't know, I, wasn't, I wasn't planning on, but we, we just read this the the Incan flood story. Man and woman are put in a cube, a wooden cube. It's it set a wooden box.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what it, it is. And, yeah. and we aren't gonna get too much into that. I, sh- I just wanted to mention yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah that, no, that's that was, that's important. But, but I, I also out. Do, the audience don't think that we are forgetting about that. Stay tuned. Anyways, don't there's a lot of
4: similarities. <laughs>
3: um,
4: very, very similar. Uh, the ending is a little different. In Certainly. in in that story, he there's like there's a reward at the end. Noah doesn't live forever. Damn. And Noah's... there's also
3: multiple there's multiple gods, of course in in this Gilgamesh story. Yeah. So it's not the same god rewarding. I mean, man is rewarded in this story at the end. Yeah. Just kind of in the sense that hey, I did this bad thing to you guys, so I'm gonna make this agreement. We're gonna have day and night, cold and heat, a summer and winter, and seed time and harvest. Yeah, yeah. A man
5: is rewarded, but a man isn't rewarded in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. On That's... that, on that Neil Armstrong shit. Yeah. <laughs> he did what he. Hey
0: Amen. He did what he had to do. Hey Amen. He did what he, <laughs> did what
5: he had. <laughs> and the whole Neil Armstrong, like first step go moon landing game. quote is a whole other thing that I could spend an hour talking about. All
0: them dirty French and Italian guys with blood doping through their testicles and ain't nobody care about that. But Noah. as soon as the American Noah. race... Noah, Noah. Who do you think we're talking about? Neil Armstrong oh not Lewis Neil Lewis. fucking fake who is Lewis <laughs> who the yes. fucks is Lewis Armstrong
2: Lewis Armstrong to the music- yeah, musician Lance is the uh, <laughs> like bi- s- bicyclist a, and
0: uh, Neil Armstrong is, is, is the one who walked on the moon Armstrong it's a shit
3: <laughs> oh my God. they're all the same <laughs> <laughs> they're all I like. at the end of
4: the day <laughs> it's a it's a Vishnu like character where he's reincarnated into in different <laughs> avatars <laughs> (laughs) 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 Yeah, let's finish up God's covenant with Noah Okay. and a little
3: teaser of the sons of the rest of the... Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to read part of uh, chapter 9 to finish this up. Really get to the end of this flood story.
4: Chapter 9, and we stop um, on verse
3: 19. (laughs) And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply Uh, and fill the earth.
5: (laughs) Shut up, narrator. (laughs) Fear and dread of you shall come upon all the animals of the earth and all the birds of the air, upon all the creatures that move about on the ground and all the fishes of the sea. Into your power they are delivered. Any living creature that moves about shall be yours to eat. I give them all to you as I did the green plants. Only meat with its lifeblood still still in it you shall not eat. Indeed, for your own lifeblood, I will demand an accounting. For every animal I will demand it, and from every from a human being, each one for the blood of another. I will demand an accounting for human life. Anyone who sheds the blood of a human being, by a human being shall that one's blood be shed. For in the image of God have human beings been made. Be fertile, then, and multiply, abound on earth, and subdue it.
3: And God spake unto Noah, and to his sons with him, saying,
5: See, I am now establishing my covenant with you, and your descendants after you. And with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the tame animals, and all the wild animals that were with you, all that came out of the ark, I will establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all creatures be destroyed by the waters of a flood. There shall not be another flood to devastate the earth.
3: Thank you, God. And God said,
5: this is the sign of the covenant that I am making between me and you and every living creature with you for all ages to come. I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth, the bow appears in the clouds. I will remember my covenant between me and you and every living creature, every mortal being, so that the waters will never again become a flood to destroy every mortal being. When the bow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature, every mortal being that is on earth.
3: And God said unto Noah,
5: This is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and every mortal being that is on the
0: earth. I can't get a word in with this guy. I know he's like a powerful (laughs) deity that can kick my ass and just murdered everything I know around me, but god damn, man, I can't say a fucking word. Like, if
4: you were God, you would want to talk as much as he does. I mean, that's fair.
0: I mean, I get that and all, but man. (laughs) Man,
3: And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Mm-hmm. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread.
0: Luke, didn't you once tell me that uh, you, you believe that, or some people believe that uh, the three sons of Noah populated Africa, Asia, yeah. and uh, Europe?
4: That's, I forget, I, next time when we read the rest of this chapter in chapter 10, I'll look up the guy who came up with that theory, but that's actually where race way. science
5: comes from. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say that sounds like some weird, like
4: yeah, no, it does sound natural philosophy. Oh like yeah, science thing. yeah, it's it's like
0: old white people shit. I believe it. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. there was this Jewish couple, and then they had the three yeah. of them. They done influenced the whole world population. But yeah, it, no you me, me and Alex
4: kind of thought that was a good cliffhanger to leave it off on. So, oh, yeah. but oh, what, what I, do you got?
2: I want this part to be the cliffhanger though. Noah, <laughs> a farmer, was the first to plant a vineyard. He drank from its wine, got drunk, and passed out naked in his tent.
4: Hey man,
0: <laughs> when I do drunk <laughs> naked in me. my own tent,
4: look, <laughs> look, if you just witnessed God commit a genocide, would
0: you not? And then you, out you
1: out fucking. Him? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? What? better way and to then, emotionally
0: cope. Yeah, yeah dude. And then, and, then, and
3: then God takes you out of this this kind of like prison that He's made you build for yourself because the rest of the world wor- world is uninhabitable. Full of and then He's like, pieces. hey, hey. Come here, come here, Noah. No 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 don't don't push me away. Come here. <laughs> look at this look at this rainbow. <laughs> look God. at this rainbow. Hey, I'm not gonna box. do this it's like abuse. I won't shit. do it again. <laughs> but with water. So like, I won't ever Scott drown said, you
0: again, but don't ever fucking cross me.
5: Build <laughs> a box and live with every animal in it for a year and a half. And your wife and then the you case. have to guess when it's over. And then after that, I promise I won't do it again. But I I, I might do it again way. just not with water. <laughs> Are you suggesting some other flood of some other fluid on the earth? That's that that that, that
0: was one of the things Dude, that jumped out to me is a flood he
5: says of semen? he won't ever drowned? flood the earth with water again. That's yeah. true. Yeah. He could do it
4: with urine. He could do it with
5: semen. He could do it with lava,
4: fire, liquid fire. He could do it. Yeah, he could do I it with, with molten caramel. I am familiar. I am very familiar. <laughs> it's terrifying.
3: I think I think the most interesting part of this section is, is, well, I guess there's two, but like toward the start, all that stuff about he's like he's like, okay, come out, be fruitful multiply, replenish the earth. But now all the animals are gonna be scared of you, and they're gonna be delivered by your hand.
0: I get it. I think almost. It's like a. God chose Noah because him and his clan were the only pure people on Earth, and I think what that was is originally in the beginning God gave man the Earth. Like remember Adam, he's like, "This is all yours." Like, yeah. like this is all yours, and then he took it back, and then basically God took away the Earth again. And but for the pure one, he's like, "You know what? You've proven yourself good. Well done, good and faithful servant." I now give you not just the land back, but like you have ownership over the other beings now. Like yeah,
5: I had a I had a similar idea. it was kind of like the covenant signified, like the sort of that um, some or at least part of God's creation was like no longer as sacred because of this whole ordeal. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess They were like eligible to be eaten because I flooded the place. It seems a
3: little bit like maybe. Maybe before God, the reason that God got so angry and destroyed all this and did all this is because he somehow thought that the world was still his to control and kind of command what was okay and not. <laughs> and after after he did that flood and he calmed down and he is talking with Noah, he's like realizing he didn't need to desecrate, he didn't need to be in control like that. Mm-hmm. And so he's giving some of the control to man who. He's like recognizing they may be of him, but they're also of flesh. Um,
2: if you also notice, like, I think this is very ironic. Whoever sheds human blood, by humans, let his blood be shed. You know, he's giving us control. Yeah. It, it, but then he's like,
5: "Paging Hammurabi,
2: King Hammurabi."
0: God supports the death penalty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. This is literally saying like, if you if someone kills you, you're you can revenge basically. But, the (laughs) (laughs) book?
3: That kind of goes a little bit against like, I think what the lesson was supposed to be with the Cain and Abel story. Yeah. God damn it. Just turn it on silent. I'm sorry. I, I turn turned my phone on silent.
4: It's strike two, pal. And then my that laptop. Two. Like I know. I know. You know, you know, what, know what happens with strike pals. Three, right? and, uh <laughs> On <so laughs> the topic of strikes, uh, there this is a uh, this is notable for all the reasons you guys are talking about because this is the first of four covenants in the Old Testament that are very important to the lead up to the New Testament. It's the Noahide Covenant.
3: Um, oh, is this one? What is, it, is this where Noahide laws come from?
5: Yeah. It's this. So you got first genocide and first covenant.
3: Yeah,
4: and first exclamation mark. I didn't get one. Oh,
5: I got one in my That generation. sucks, man.
4: I'll give you mine for a little bit. No, I can't wait. I'll write I'll one in though. You're <laughs> welcome to write
0: one in. <laughs> Are you suggesting I desecrate a holy book? I already drew an owl on I mean, mine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's That's not so like. Awesome. It's
5: not like the like <laughs> of Sikhism where you can't alter it.
3: Do you, okay. Do you you think that they would get mad if I added exclamation points to a bunch of Sikh writings? Hey, man, they like joy. They (laughs) like...
5: It's against Sikh holy law to alter the text of the Guru Granth Sahib.
3: Yeah, but like, exclamation points?
5: That's altering the text. Also, I don't know if... Because
4: then you read it like this, instead of like this. (laughs) Does... Do Indian
5: Indian subcontinental languages even have exclamation points? Dude, that's a whole... I don't know. What does Hindi punctuation look like? It's the...
0: Hindi is one of those languages Tonight on I the orthography cannot. podcast. <laughs> uh, Grab that warm a, cup of tea, people.
5: We're getting into it. Orthography is like the... That's not the right word, but orthography is like the alphabet and the letters and the writing systems of different languages. Interesting. I've not yeah. heard
3: that word before. Uh, they do. They Johnny do have a punctuation a mark. Really do they have
4: an exclamation point? Um... This is vitally important. How 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 does
3: the Indian subcontinent exclaim?
4: They have a full stop, period. They have a comma. They have a semicolon, a semicolon equivalent,
3: a question mark, and an exclamation mark. What do they call the exclamation mark?
4: It's called the exclamation mark. In the English uh, translation, <laughs> oh, so I don't nice. read Hindi. <laughs> the, the, the Hindi exclamation
0: mark translates to. Exclamation I, don't mark. Used, uh, oh. I don't think they use. I don't think they use the A to Z alphabet. No, I'm know, very positive like, they don't. Stu- what I mean? still be phonetics. Well, yeah, I mean, if you can read IPA, which that's like a language in its own. I can read that. Not the beer. Ooh. I'm talking
3: the international phonetic yeah.
0: alphabet. You can. I, too, can, too. Yeah, that's dope. That's weird. It's, so pa- it's a, a fly pain fly in the ass, ain't it?
3: Wait, wait. So you're yeah. telling me that Tonight. two people in here can read it, including you,
0: and yeah. you're telling me that no one can read it? I mean, I ain't going to. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass. That's just for five. That's a minority. <laughs> I ain't going to. <laughs> have you ever tried to read IPA, dude? It, <laughs> I feel like uh, you we're kind of losing, losing the room here. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay. So...
4: On the next episode, we're gonna read the chapter with flags. Actually,
3: no, we're not. We're not gonna do that. Um, For the next these... chapter, we are actually <laughs> surprised. Going to be talking more about this flood because turns out this flood was pretty crazy, and a lot of people agree that this flood was pretty crazy all over this planet. Can flag. I read my list now? <laughs> hit, hit us oh. with that all list. All right. Thing. Okay. <laughs>
4: so flood myths around the world. Here are all of the flood myths that I could find that have an ark, a dove and what was my last one i forgot i had a qualifier um landing on a mountain oh yeah landing on a mountain (laughs) specifically a dove or just just a bird look man these were my rules i picked not yours you can make a list
5: with different rules okay here are all the flood myths that we just read the noation flood myth of the bible oh full stop all right so i'm gonna go ahead and read my
4: list which is better in every way
3: Oh, I yeah. support it. Let's hear it.
4: Okay. Flood myths in the Americas. Algonquin Native Americans. I'll share one. And I mean Algonquin not as in the tribe, as in the group of people that speak Algonquin, which are multiple tribes. Um, the Minomini Native Americans. The Ottawa tribe, the Cree, the Hopi, the Inuit, the Nisqually, the Alaskan Eskimos. And South America, the Canary tribe. tribe. Uh, the Incans uh, in the Middle East. Obviously, the Abrahamic religions, uh, the Sumerians, and also the Mesopotamians. Um, I know that that's, that's like a fa- squares are rectangles, but rectangles are not squares kind of thing, but the, that, the Akkadian story is a little different. In East Asia, the great flood of Gunyu, which is Chinese, uh, the story of uh, Manu and Matsayana, which we'll talk about before we finish this episode, because that's going to be a little cliffhanger for our next episode. Um, Namu Doryeg from Korea, which is very similar to the one we just
3: read. That's one we'll be talking about.
4: Yeah. And then the Pacific, the story of Nuu which is from Hawaii, and also very similar.
3: Another big one that we will discuss next week. They liked
4: boats there just as much as the Abrahamic religions like
3: them. Hey, man, boats
0: are cool.
4: Um... But yeah, that's that's a that's a compre- There's even more flood stories,
3: but those are the ones that have boats. He even had like kind of a narrower list than some people may have. And he still had like at least a dozen different people in different areas of the world yeah. with a very similar story. I hope that makes you just consider.
5: Aliens? Aliens,
3: dude. Ancient aliens. I I'm meant telling. consider full stop, but... uh. Oh.
5: I feel like you were like reaching for something and I tried to hit it home for you. Yeah. yeah.
3: It, it, <laughs> yeah. That really Tell felt like
4: it. consider, comma, yeah. aliens.
3: <laughs> or consider...
4: I, I, I guess I just want to
3: say like real quick that I, I think that that rainbow idea is beautiful.
4: I love it, too. That's my favorite thing
3: God's done so far. Absolutely. Easily. Full stop. Full stop. <laughs> aliens. Wait. no I thought, you, I thought your father was a religious man and what, what is and this a man nonsense man of science yeah. I'm a man
4: of alien so this story shows up in uh, the so Tapatha Brahmana uh, and it also shows shows up in the Matsya Purana which are just two really old texts um, Purana just means really old text actually
5: uh, wait are these Vedic texts
4: Pre-beda. Pre Veda, um, yeah. Uh, in fact, part of the story is how the Vedas came to be, but oh. I'm gonna skip over that part because it's not flood related. Um, it's not wet enough. <laughs> we, are, we, we are flood be boys. Wetter. The Vedas just aren't wet enough for me. Um, and uh, <laughs>
5: that's never been said. I'm oh, confident right. that that's never been said. Well,
4: <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this, I also have this one in bullet points, but this story's a little longer, so there's 12. One, And the Satya Yuga, which just is like the first cycle of man, uh, because in Hinduism there's cycles and shit, uh, man becomes irreligious and disorderly. Two, the gods decide to flood the earth and remodel. Three, Vishnu creates a set of rules for the remodel and gives them to Brahma, uh, these are the Vedas, and just like... Really quick, because so, we've never talked about Hindu gods. Uh, Vishnu is kind of like the god of man. That's not all of it, but for, for now, that's would, what he is. Would that be
3: kind of for the for this, uh, Gilgamesh story, like Ia? Enlil. Like on... Yeah. Is Ia. Enlil the god of man? Enlil no, was the, the, the angry boy. one
4: that decided oh. that man needed a god. Enki is gotcha. uh, the god of. Well, also, yeah. Give it up that's to Hinduism uh, for having kind the
5: They really weird, ill defined domains.
1: Yeah,
4: they do anyways though vishnu is like an enki brahma is like an Enlil. uh so vishnu creates a set of rules to remodel and gives them to brahma these are the vedas brahma decides to rest and in- before destroying everything because he just finished creating it all uh shraddha, shraddha- is a great king worships vishnu he's visited by a little fish he catches it Matsyana, the little fish's name, became, becomes uh, Shraddhadeva's pet fish, which grows bigger and bigger until it can't fit in a tank or a lake or a river, and he puts it in the ocean. At this point, the fish reveals itself to be Vishnu. Uh, Vishnu warns Shraddhadeva that a great flood is coming, and he has seven days to prepare and build a boat. Eight, seven clouds would come and make one ocean of the earth. Nine, Deva took all the herbs, seeds, animals, and notably the snake Vasuki onto the great ark that he built. Uh, Ten, Deva asks Vishnu why men must meet this fate. Wait, we should just... Yeah. Yosh, what's going on, bud? Deva asks Vishnu why men must meet this fate, and Vishnu tells him that he's the only moral man left, and they need to restart. Um, And Vishnu ties himself to the Ark with Vasuki the snake uh, as a rope, I guess. And the Ark lands in the Himalayas. And uh, Deva restarts civilization.
3: Wow. There are some remarkable similarities. The last moral man. I've heard about a man that was also the last moral one. Who had seven days to build a boat. Yeah. Well.
5: Warren Buffett <laughs> Ted Turner. Ted. And with it,
3: with, it, with, it, with it, and Gilgamesh, it sounded like the flood was only for seven days. Yeah, yeah. The seven so, so, days. Some of the numbers get like, like moved around. Yeah, but like they're the same numbers, just in different places. Yeah,
4: but yeah, that's. Uh, we'll leave that as a cliffhanger for our next episode, which is going to be all of us pick a cool flood story from different civilizations, and we'll share them, just because they're everywhere and they're all cool. Yeah. Um so the next episode that's what that's gonna be, and we'll probably finish the little bit of Noah that we haven't read, uh where Noah becomes the first drunkard in history, as Woo! far as we're aware. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. All right. It's,
3: it's it, it really makes you wonder though, if like people haven't been I drunk was... yet, what people were doing I his that time. That like... hello, this
4: is editing Luke again, and um closing out the episode because Either we ran out of space recording or we just neglected to actually close it because it just kind of stops after James says mushrooms. Um, But uh, I believe the next episode after this one is going to be with Lulu and Justin reading those flood stories me and Alex were talking about. And then we're going to redo chapter nine um, because there was a long, long hiatus in recording right after this episode. But... um,